Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. This is episode number 54. And if you missed the last episode, well, you missed out because my wife, Allie, courageously shared the first part of her personal story of body image issues and eating disorder, massive anxiety around her body, and just overall not being happy with her appearance and often beating herself up and picking herself apart when she saw herself in the mirror or saw herself in pictures. If you have not listened, I'm telling you, you're missing out. Go back right now and listen to episode number 53 and then come back to this episode because today we're getting into the second part of Allie's story and she's going to share how she overcame the issues I mentioned earlier. She's going to explain exactly what she did to get past all that negativity, what she did to crank her confidence through the roof and to really just totally change her life overall. Now, before we get started, let me give you a quick forewarning. It's easy to fall into a trap. You might see a picture of Allie online and think, like, I can't relate to her story. She's never really been overweight. Like, she's never needed to lose 30 pounds or 50 pounds or 100 pounds. Like, what does she know about my struggles? My friends, that's the worst mistake you could make. Because the underlying truth is the same for all people, regardless of body size or shape or what the scales say. And it's exactly what I try to teach and encourage every single episode of this podcast. The underlying truth that both you and Allie and I and all of us share is this. Changing your body won't fix your brain. Changing your body won't fix your emotions. Changing your body won't fix your life. That's the truth. But the lie is everywhere you look. And the lie says, if you want to be happy, If you want to have more confidence, if you want to be sexy, if you want to be accepted and loved, then you need to look a certain way. You need to weigh a certain amount. You need to have a certain body. We're trying to fix our life by fixing or improving our body. When in reality, the life you want doesn't come from changing your body. It comes from changing your brain, from changing the views you have about yourself, from changing the beliefs you have about yourself and your body. The life you want isn't really about your body. It's about your thoughts and emotions and what you tell yourself. The life that you truly, deeply want, it starts between your ears. John Milton said, The mind is its own place and in itself can make a heaven of hell a hell of heaven. Buddha said, The mind is everything. What you think, you become. And the Apostle Paul said, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the daily renewing of your mind. And as you know, Corey Little says, in order to change your body and change your life, you must first change your brain. You must change your mind. So make no mistake. It doesn't matter if you barely weigh 100 pounds or if you're almost to 500 pounds. What you truly want in life comes from the power of your brain and your thoughts and your deeply ingrained beliefs and what Allie accomplished and what she will be sharing today can be an absolute game changer for you if you'll just listen with an open mind and be willing to see parts of yourself in her story. Okay, that's enough from me. (laughs) 
Um, Allie, is, do you have anything you'd like to add or like any follow-ups uh, to share from the previous episode? Yeah, so there's three things that came to mind. One is I forgot to mention how my struggle with low self-confidence and body issue, body image issues affected all areas of my life. The things I love the most, like relationships with my family and friends, my marriage, work, vacations, and my workouts. I remember my first year of teaching at my current job, sitting in my office with an administrator listening to her give me feedback on an observation she had just done. She pointed out some positive things about my teaching and gave me one small suggestion to think about. It was a small critique, but what my brain told me was, you're not a good teacher. What you're doing is wrong. You failed. Whoa, my perfectionist brain went to all or nothing thinking and took that critique to worst case scenario. Also something to note was that I didn't even hear the positive things she had to say about my teaching. I only heard the one tiny suggestion for improvement and it crushed me that's how low self-confidence and perfectionism can totally derail your thinking and progress number two in relation to bringing my eating disorder to light I wanted to mention that I'm very thankful for my roommates in college that wrote me a letter expressing their genuine concern for my health and well-being that letter was another example of genuine love because someone shared with me a tough truth that I didn't want to hear, but needed to hear. And number three, I think it's important to share where my thoughts have been and kind of gone since the podcast was released on Monday. Thoughts of self-doubt and putting myself down. My brain has been telling me, your story isn't special. It's not helpful. No one cares. Why did you think it was something worth putting out there? Goodness, the struggle can be real, y'all. But those are all emotional thoughts not rational thoughts, which I will talk more about in a little bit. Oh man, that's some good stuff. Thank you so much for sharing that, Allie. And I'm really excited to like get into the stuff for today. I got to be totally honest because we're talking about how you achieved your transformation, how you changed your life. But I truly believe that like for most people, there can be a defining kind of like aha moment, like that light bulb moment so what would you say that was for you? Like, what was the number one game changer realization that you had that set you on the right path? You know, it's really what you mentioned earlier. The realization that trying to fix and perfect my body was never going to bring me the happiness or freedom that I wanted. I needed to fix my brain and the way I was thinking. Heck yeah. See, guys, it's just the truth. If you want to change your body and change your life, you have to change your brain first. Okay. So, Allie, that was your number one realization, but I know your story, and I know there wasn't just one thing that led you to success. It's not like you found some magical secret that solved all your problems. That's what we all want, though, right? Like, we just want that one magical thing that magically works, but that's just not how it works. I know you've done a bunch of different things, all in pursuit of the same goal, but let's start with the most important when you look back over everything, what was the number one action you took? What was the most important thing you did? It's no doubt CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. And CBT is not like your typical therapy where you just talk about your feelings. It's all about doing rational behaviors and taking small action steps. So every time I left a session, I had actual homework and practices to do between sessions. For example, one of my homework practices was looking at myself in the mirror and intentionally giving myself two compliments every day. 
This was huge for me. I was shifting my thoughts from always picking out the things I didn't like about my body to intentionally pointing out things I did like. I'll be honest, it was tough at first, but over time, it became easier and was a very powerful practice. Now, when I see myself in the mirror or in pictures, my thoughts are positive and I view my body in a totally different way. I would highly recommend doing it if you struggle with body image issues. It's unbelievable how we have the power within us to change the way our brain works. CBT focuses on the importance and learning the difference between rational thinking and emotional thinking. Rational thinking is logical, whereas emotional thinking is where thoughts are based on emotions and they are all or nothing and black and white. It's either this or that and there is no middle ground in your thoughts. Learning the difference between rational and emotional thinking is a game changer for your life. And there's so much more I could say about it, but we have other things to discuss. So I'll stop there. I know Corey has addressed this in past episodes, and if you're really interested, I suggest finding a counselor trained in CBT because it can truly change your life. Yeah, so I know because I had a front row seat, right, just how powerful CBT was for you. I mean, it was incredible. Um, and I saw the major consistent work that you put into it. It wasn't magical, uh, but it seems like it was magical when we look back. You know, it's just that you had such consistency with it, and it was so amazing. So, so that was the number one most important thing that you did. Now, I want you to tell us what else was really helpful. Like, what other things did you do in addition to CBT? Yeah, so there are several things that helped me um, in addition to that CBT work. One of the most important being our conversations. The fact that you created a safe space to talk and always encouraged and supported me along the way. For example, you suggested specific podcasts for me to listen to, which talked about how our thoughts and beliefs affect our behavior. And I remember one episode you suggested, which mentioned the impact of self-talk. You suggested a book by Shad Helmstetter titled What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. I read that book. And remember, y'all, I don't like to read, but I couldn't put the book down. It was so good and so fascinating. The things I was reading about were so relevant to my struggles with self-confidence and putting myself down. The things we say to ourselves in our head do matter, like a lot. While reading the book, I began listening to positive self-talk daily. I know it sounds cheesy, but it was definitely helpful in impacting my thoughts in a positive way. I also typed out my own self-talk and things I wanted to believe about myself and recorded them on my phone and listened to them daily, sometimes more than once a day. The book talks about the importance of repetition for our brains. The more we hear and reinforce positive self-talk, the better it is for reprogramming our brains to think that way. In addition to listening to podcasts and working on positive self-talk, I also stopped weighing myself. This was huge for me. I had been weighing myself for years, and it was just as much a habit as it was wishing to hit that magical number. It was kind of weird and hard at first, but over time, I didn't miss it, and I experienced such freedom from not weighing myself. It was a pretty awesome feeling. It felt so good and freeing that I don't even miss it. It's amazing how our thoughts and habits can change over time if we're willing to step out of our comfort zones. Another helpful thing for me was unfollowing some fitness girls on social media. I think I didn't realize how much following them was subconsciously impacting what I thought I needed or wanted to look like. It wasn't until after I unfollowed them that I realized, wow, 
that was really impacting my thoughts about my body in a negative way. During this time of growth and change, I also gave myself permission to not work out if I didn't feel like it and not force myself to do a certain type of workout because it's what I thought I should do. For example, I used to run sprints on Saturday mornings, and sure, I enjoyed them. I much prefer a short, quick burst of exercise over long-duration cardio. However, if I was really honest with myself, I would do sprints even when I didn't want to, just because I knew it was a calorie burner and boost for my metabolism. So many times I would do sprints for the wrong reasons, not because I just wanted to move my body and break a sweat. Now I give myself permission to do what feels and sounds best for my body. If I want to do a walk on the treadmill, I walk on the treadmill and I don't worry about how many calories I'm burning because that defeats the purpose of enjoying your type of exercise that day. If I want to play dodgeball with my kids at school instead of lifting weights, remember I'm a PE teacher, you know, then I play dodgeball at school and I don't lift weights and I'm good with it. And that freedom is amazing. And last, but certainly not least, during this time of growth and transformation, I started meeting with an incredible group of girls that had similar stories and struggles. We listen to each other, understand each other, and support each other. It's an amazing blessing to have those friendships where you can totally be yourself, let your guard down, and be vulnerable with zero judgment. I would highly recommend finding at least one person in your life, whether it's a counselor or therapist, spouse, or close friend, where you can truly be open and share your most vulnerable self. It can be very healing and helpful. You know, it's funny, Allie, as I hear you go back through all those things, like I can remember how that each of them kind of trickled into your life and into our lives. And number one, it just like reemphasizes to me, man, just how much amazing progress you've made as my brain goes back to those times. But number two, it really emphasizes another point that I think is so huge for you and your journey, for me and for everyone, for all of you listening, like things things don't just magically come together at one space in time. Like, yeah, you may have an aha moment, but the process of change is a journey and it is a process. And there's a million different little things that might contribute and you just kind of keep moving forward. And some things are great and have a huge impact and other things might not have as big of an impact, but the more you can embrace it as a process and a journey, the more, the more, the more your chances of success and the more you'll enjoy the whole process. Okay, so now let's let's bring it all together. So Allie, tell us, just give us a little more info about like what life is like for you now. And I also want to know what would you say to someone who's struggling, like someone who's in a similar place, regardless if they weigh 95 pounds or 395 pounds, someone who's struggling with body image issues and self-confidence and all or nothing thinking and all of that, what would you say to someone like that who's in a similar place that you were just a few years ago? Yeah, so to answer the first question, um, I would say I'm at a place now where I have freedom in my mind and body, which includes self-love and acceptance, and I give myself grace, and I no longer beat myself up about things, and that's huge. Like coming from a perfectionism type of mindset, I used to, you know, if I messed up, I would just put myself down, but the 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 thought and the the process of giving yourself grace, I always, I used to think about like it means letting yourself off the hook and like that was like a bad thing. But if you truly do allow yourself to have those mistakes or uh, taking a step back and you allow yourself that grace of it happening, 
it's really powerful because you don't end up beating yourself up and then telling yourself you're a failure and that whole cycle continues. So again, like the importance of giving yourself grace, allowing yourself to make those, you know, missteps is really huge in your progress moving forward. In addition, I have a, bo- a positive view of my body and, and self-confidence and I enjoy my workouts and re- my relationships with you and my friends and family are all deeper, more real and more enjoyable and life is just so much better overall. And then to answer your second question about if someone, you know, has similar struggles, like I said earlier, I would encourage them to find a professional they connect with and can trust. Mental emotional health and the relationship we have with ourselves is huge and needs to be talked about more. Even though it feels uncomfortable, it's hard and messy, the benefits always outweigh the alternative of keeping those thoughts in the dark and letting them dominate you and your behaviors and your life. Once you find that coach, therapist, or counselor, it's vital that you have trust in them when you don't believe in yourself. How many more days, weeks, years are you going to waste not loving yourself, your body, and who you are? Because when I look back, I realize I struggled for 20 years and so wish I had taken action sooner. Oh my gosh. Okay, my friends. I mean, I really don't think there's much for me to add at this point. So I just want to wrap up by saying, for goodness sakes, take action. I mean, you can have whatever life you want and you can change your health and change your body, but it doesn't just magically happen. It can and totally will happen, but you have to take action. Maybe it's calling a local cognitive behavioral therapist. Maybe it's beginning to practice positive self-talk with yourself. Maybe it's unfollowing some people on social media. Regardless, just take action. It could be the beginning of truly changing your life. And look, if you know someone who would benefit from this episode, please share it with them. Please send it to them on social media or maybe via text message, whatever. And lastly, but certainly not leastly, (laughs) a huge thank you to Allie for sharing her story. If you connected with it or if you have any questions, I'm sure she would love to hear from you. You can reach her on Instagram at AllieG5. I'll spell that for you. A-L-L-Y, the letter G, and then the number five. Not spelled out five, but the number five. And of course, you know I always love to hear from you too. So feel free to shoot me a message anytime. You can reach me on Facebook or Instagram. Okay, guys, let's wrap it up. Always remember, you know we're not going to finish an episode without this. You are beautiful and amazing, and you have what it takes regardless of what the scales say, because there's so much more to you than what you weigh. And losing weight is great. It really is. And I love it. I love helping people do that. But losing weight is really about gaining life. And to get the life you want, it doesn't start with losing weight. It doesn't start with the scales. It all starts with your brain, not your body. Okay, guys, that's it. Much love to all of you. Thank you so much for your time today. God bless. Take care. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye.